<laughs> I want to set a like a Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> summer <laughs> camp kind of killing spree in there. <laughs> and then the cops come from Jason, and it's like I'm in the Idaho part. <laughs> Jason, literally Jason. standing, literally standing on the on the border. Like we'll actually have a dotted line painted yeah, on the ground. Yeah. He's standing on the border. <laughs> he's standing. He's standing in Wyoming when the cops yeah. show up, and then he just goes whoop, and he jumps yeah, over the line and goes across. stab, 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 stab. Yeah. <laughs> The Lesser Rickenbacker. 3.30. Also, usually time to... Well, it's my time to leave work, but a lot of people's time to leave school. I'm on the early shift. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy. I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And things are all kinds of crazy here today. like a weird little glitch in that getting down near the bottom Wonder if I no it's everything electronic for me this is my fault it's, it's oh it's your fault mm-hmm. you screwed up the electronics in this room when you came before in. before i arrived yes. <laughs> it knew you were on your way you typed the address into your uh your navigation your google maps no. and then and instantly the internet went out here my phone knows what my <laughs> my my phone knows what my habits are and That's so true. it tells me how far it is to get to your place on a saturday because i always come over here on a saturday so at some point when i got close to here my phone connect because apparently the electronic problems are all mine my phone connected to your wi-fi and blew everything up mm-hmm. and that's why we are without internet right now yep couldn't possibly be comcast <laughs> never comcast <laughs> yeah that was a guest should we talk to him? Sure. Hi, Josh. And Allison and Dash. Allison, Allison's wearing pink jeans. <laughs> <laughs> it just threw me for a complete loop. I am so used to you being monochromatic. She, she's a lover of the black and white. She does a lot of great stuff with a lot of, a lot of variety. Look with at black the purse. I can't tell in this light. It's blue. Is it blue? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but those 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 jeans are not black. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Hi, Josh. How's Hi, it going? Hi, Josh. How's it going? Hi, Craig. Hi, Mike. <laughs> I just I, I almost didn't introduce you while the song was going on because I kept looking like, at her and I wait a minute. I did like a quintuple take. <laughs> who are all these other people in the room? Who who in this house wears pink <laughs> jeans? <laughs> It was kind of a kind of a toned down pink, kind of a mauve. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not quite pink. pink no, it's not not bright pink. No, yeah, she but would I'm, never I, wear that. I'm a dude, and I'm allowed to just call that pink. I was about to say, still bright enough to catch your attention. Yeah, <laughs> still, like, still, what's still, that? still not an Allison color. So how's it, how's it going, John? Who, who going, is that? That clearly can't be her. <laughs> it's going fine. How are you guys doing? Well, other than uh, <laughs> other than the the everything, technical everything's difficulties. Breaking. Yeah, well, I'm thinking about launching a very, very short experiment of a Kickstarter campaign. By the time you're listening to this, maybe it will be running. Holy crap. Because as of right now, they are still reviewing my stupid Kickstarter. This is the first. in. I've done four Kickstarters. 
like real and they have long, never taken normal length ones. Yeah, and, and, like with and one big, of them was a little bit shorter, big but pages, big, big, big regular long pages, yeah, lots sure. of stuff. And, and then you submitted one that's short. That's really and it's short. Taking days to approve. Maybe they're all on vacation. Well, I think it might it be because summer. we're they're doing a promotion called hashtag Break Kickstarter. Um, oh, Kickstarter's ten years old. And so they're encouraging for like the next month, they're encouraging people to run campaigns that do things that are a little different and outside the box. Oh, not doing the same old, same old that. And with game Kickstarters, I'm, I'm sure you've seen them. Yeah, Josh. yeah. They tend to follow a formula. Yeah, a little um, bit. Board game Kickstarters all kind of look the same. RPG Kickstarters all kind of look the same. Every so often there's a there's an outlier. But for the most part, people have picked out what works yeah. and kind of follow that. There's a science to it now. So they're suggesting like, hey, maybe we maybe do something that does things a little differently, that tries outside the box. So what I'm doing, if it gets approved, so go check Kickstarter and see. Maybe it's running. Maybe it's not. Maybe they've um, opened their email by today. Um, is or I'm doing, when you're listening to this. Uh, it's called OURPG, which is like uh, smashing up our and RPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, and it's our RPG, OURPG. Um, which is the idea that I don't know what this game is going to be. I'm going to design a little, like twenty six a six by nine book, twenty maybe thirty pages of a game, of an RPG. But I have no idea what it is right now, and I'm going to design it with the backers in nine days, as during the during the campaign. Nine days. Nine days. Well, maybe eight days if this has to launch on a Wednesday. Or seven. <laughs> or six. No, don't. Get on it, Kickstarter. If it goes to six, it's going to get pushed a week. Hashtag already broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's hoping that I actually can launch my <laughs> Kickstarter. Um, but that's the plan. Wow. Was... So you're taking all that time off of work so that you can do all that coordination with all of those backers? No, it's all, the, all, all the coordination stuff will... All the, sounds like a nightmare. No, no, no. All the cool stuff's going to happen in evenings and on the weekends. Oh, okay. The way it's going to work it's is gonna there's going to be... No, no, no. It's going to mostly be on the weekend, Friday night, and then twice on Saturday and twice on Sunday. They'll be like... We'll do... Um, there are backer levels, too. For example, Josh, you could get involved in the concepting design where you could come on a chat um, with me and the other people who back at that level, and we will figure out what the game is going to be about. Okay. The genre, what the characters do, like what the thematic elements of the game are and then there'll be one for designing rules and there'll be one for developing characters and there'll be one for gming and there'll be one for visuals huh? and so you can get involved at different levels and just help out with figuring that thing out like if you if, if you like to see gms having something cool to do you can be part of the gming discussion to figure out what it is that gms do how do they present challenges how do they interact with the game how do they you know hmm. work with character uh, work with the players that sort of thing if you want to see a game that looks a little different that's visually a little different then get involved with the visuals and maybe we'll do something a little out of the ordinary with uh the illustrations and the graphics and things if your idea is to make it look like the whole thing was colored with blood too late already <laughs> did that <laughs> um so we'll see <laughs> It might be a giant, uh, a giant failure. Even if it does go on Tuesday, it might be a complete failure. This, I mean, it it requires it kind of requires like some people to be, you know, available like to to get involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, like you can't just back and then leave everything to you as per usual. Well, I mean, I could have people back at there's a lower level that'll just get you the game, and if everybody yeah. backs at that level, well, then I'm just designing a game from the ground up, and I'm just going to cancel the campaign. It's that simple. 
that's, that's not, not what the point of that's it. not what this i can can't i can create a game by myself and if i'm going to create it by myself i'm going to have it be exactly the game i want yeah. it to be the idea and for do this it, do it the way you've done it before yeah well and have it be the game i want yeah. like yeah. i design games that i want i want to design a game that a bunch of other people want i want to challenge myself to create something that's like hey this group of people decided we want a game that's about this and like i would have never designed that game okay let's do it like a nice short like little 20 30 page thing um if people don't get involved at the at the designer levels, I'll just cancel the campaign. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. I thought I'd give it a shot, see if people, if it appeals to people. And I'm going to change the video every time we make decisions. As the game becomes more and more solid, what we know, what 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 uh, what it's about and how it works, I'll I'll update a new, I'll put a new video up. Like the the project video will be different, and it'll tell you more and more as you go. Internet's back and some other stuff. See? Yeah, we'll see. Now that I've... <laughs> I didn't think I would notice that out of my nearly blind peripheral vision, but it, no, it worked. It, like I saw it when it happened, and I was sitting there. It's like, if he doesn't react in about five seconds, I'm going to point it out. <laughs> Thank you for having my back, because that, that could have happened, yeah. No, let's... So we will have a link to that if Kickstarter if <laughs> wakes it happens, up. Who knows? Well, maybe now just that the go, internet's back, it's not even a question of linking. Just go look for OURPG, and it's and the and the thing is called Break Kickstarter. There may very well be a page on Kickstarter that's dedicated to hashtag Break Kickstarter. If you go to Twitter, I'll have posts about it saying hashtag Break Kickstarter. And the delays, kind of, it sounds like it's kind of their own fault because they wanted these off-the-wall kind of campaigns, but now they probably have to pay a little closer attention in the review process than they normally would. That's what I'm thinking, is that they're really taking a look at all of the campaigns yeah. to make sure that like they fit what they're trying to do because it's a very specific kind of campaign. Yeah. It, they don't want to see somebody just do the same old thing. And I, I actually know that there's at least two other people that are doing a game design thing kind of like this. Like what I'm doing, although every each each person yeah. has like a slightly different approach. A little bit it. of a spin on different, it. Different a bit of different different approach to it. So and and a bunch of them are doing like the other two people are doing like like 30 day campaigns, which is one of the things you're supposed to break, and that's why I'm only doing nine days. I'm gonna have to start on ideally start on a Tuesday and on a Thursday, like you like to do, and then all the decision making happens. Like we we ramp up backers for the first few days, then we make all the decisions on the weekend. Then I get to announce all that and and tell people where it's gonna go. Why'd you pick for nine a, days? For a few days. Because Tuesday to Thursday. Okay. Just works out. Tuesday's a good day to launch. Thursday's a good day to, to Also, you to, get to, to finish. put a screenshot of that sushi chef up there. Yeah. Of all the sushi chefs. All su the su sushi, sushi chefs. chefs. The, like the, chef. the four or five of them that are in, in the kitchen in uh, uh, one of our favorite movies, Defending Your Life, when they all scream nine days. <laughs> Josh, you've seen? Uh, uh, I know the reference. I haven't seen the thing. You know, Josh? You know what, Josh? Um, Mike, I think we're going to have to put out a. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to send an email to all of our regular guests. They're not not. You're not allowed to come back, back until you watch the Because we've asked probably half of our guests <laughs> well, whether just, they've it seen just it. Happened and I with think Michael a couple of weeks. But ago. But over the course of the run oh, no, of the show, no, we've asked multiple people, and I think we've yeah. only had one guest who said they've seen it. But it was a long maybe, time maybe ago. Two, so yeah. maybe you need to yeah. watch. Maybe <laughs> maybe we could do a Nerd Burger night out in somewhere and watch it. Sure. And get everybody together and do a movie night. Well, we could do the weekend long thing and just take all the movies that we talk about constantly. We could do that too. Ghostbusters, Breakfast Club, um, I So I Married an Axe Murderer. <laughs> well, we'd have to pick the ones that we know people haven't seen. I think no, everybody's no. seen Ghostbusters. No, we can Breakfast watch Ghostbusters Club. again. I haven't, I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, sometimes you just need an excuse. 
If Some, there's time. Sometimes yeah. I forget who but to so call. So I Married an Axe Murderer is a good one. That actually came up yeah. in, uh, in conversation during the week at work. You know, because... In the, the context of, why don't more people know about this movie? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was, there was... I had a moment, like a month ago, when I was like, if there was a ghost in here, I wouldn't know who to call. Yeah. Because I haven't seen Ghostbusters in a long time, so maybe I need to see We need again. to... Rec- we need... Yeah, it's 555... <laughs> Um and then four more numbers. That's the phone number. I can remember the five 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 part. Yeah, but uh, like <laughs> and only seven numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because there at the time there was only the one area code. Yeah, in New York. the entire United States was in one area code. Um, <laughs> well, I'm <Wait>. watching. <laughs> I'm rewatching Veronica Mars from 2003 to 2006. Yeah, and all the phone numbers. Pretty smart. Pretty smartphone. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Josh, oh yeah, yeah, saw yeah. I married an axe murderer, right? and they're yes. also, oh, okay, they're yeah. also hooking up with people on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> There's been at least two references to MySpace, <laughs> and a screenshot at one point. Boy, oh, wow. does, uh, boy, the graphics were terrible on that page. <laughs> do any of them talk about making sure they've backed up their information that's on MySpace and not depending on keeping their information on MySpace's servers? No, but they're re- <laughs> no, but they're they're really really good about not backing up their own personal computers. That's a case that uh, uh, Veronica takes on a number of occasions where she has to recover somebody's computer because the hard drive's been stolen or the computer's been stolen because yeah. nobody backed anything up in 2004. Yep. Oh, it's on, it's on the computer yeah. right there. I don't have to... Mm-hmm. You want, I have to have a second computer? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Not a whole other computer. <laughs> I, I was about to say, unless you went to an engineering school and learned a little bit about data security, because well, I remember backing things Ver- up in 2004. On Veronica Mars, there were some research people at a lab who didn't have a backup either, you know, so I just found myself like, that's, 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 that just seems unrealistic. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> I think it's one of those things that they're playing the ignorant, they're playing yeah. to the ignorance of the audience, because no, at the time, that, that, that makes complete sense. The majority of people, that's, you know how we talk about how, like, in, 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 in 90s movies, whenever, or, or 80s movies, late 80s and 90s movies, whenever somebody was going to describe how something works on a computer, they taught it to another character like that character was a two-year-old, mm-hmm. because most people didn't know anything about how a computer functioned, so they had to teach you how to do it, so, like, they're, like, they can have... Veronica Mars have to go and track down somebody's hard drive because most of the audience in 2004 was going, oh, somebody sold the computer. Yeah, that's a bad thing. They got to go recover that computer. Otherwise, every, otherwise all their work is lost. Whereas like anybody with a half a brain yeah. like in, like <laughs> who in, actually put in really important stuff on a computer would have a backup. Even going back to the, you said the 80s, the early 80s uh, in war games where Matthew Broderick is explaining to Ali Sheedy's character how <laughs> That's what I'm he can about, dial yeah. using the phone from his computer to the school computer and it knows that it's a computer because it hears the tones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that happened for years and years and yeah. years and it's less of an issue now because computers yeah, are ubiquitous yeah. and the internet is ubiquitous. But there was a time when like literally like remember, go back and watch the net sometime well now with sandra bullock i never they, saw that they talk about hacking all those all those early night early to mid 90s hacking movies when yeah. nobody really knew anything about a computer right. and how you would hack a computer it's like all this virtual reality crap that's flying at you yeah. on the screen it's like no that person is typing lines and lines and lines of code when yeah. they're hacking the computer yeah. no when i <laughs> when i started going to to georgia tech in the early aughts like georgia tech downloading stuff on three and a half inch floppies. yeah georgia tech wanted every 
every student to have a computer. And of course, if you lived on campus, you had access to their T1 network. Wow. That was huge at the time, like requiring a computer and having that kind of network infrastructure. That was 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 that that super cutting edge high tech. Uh, we'll never need more than this that used up all of the bandwidth inside the phone line <laughs> <laughs> right right and we'll never, need, yeah, was, yeah. we'll never Sounds need more right. than this yeah <laughs> it's just like when they say this we'll is nev- as much as copper can do well, 256 megabytes <laughs> we'll never need more than this yeah there's or 640k of ram like bill gates people said. people didn't know how to pronounce <laughs> giga in the 80s yeah because they the word hadn't been used by anybody (laughs) bob gale and robert zemeckis (laughs) anyway are we ready to sure i'm all out of veronica mars i have to watch something else till the fourth season starts i'm very very sad dueling news themes what did you what I was trying to see if how quickly I could we get them synced up. I I, I did it too. I was, I was wondering what did, is there another computer problem? What's <sighs> no, that news? was intentional. What's news, Mike. Oh crap! Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, I think I knew. Speaking of defending your life, yeah. Bob Diamond, Rip Torn, R.I.P. Rip. Huh? Yep. Right? <laughs> yeah. Is that what that stands for? Yes, his name stands his for His name rest was in Rest peace. in Peace Torn. <laughs> <laughs> He's finally fulfilled his parents' destiny. Um, his yeah. parents called him Resty. <laughs> in Peace is right. his middle Cause, names. Yeah, because he, uh, he was a cute little kid. Actually, I can't imagine him being cute at all. You've seen the pictures of him when he was a younger actor? He's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Back when you didn't have to be, you know, super pretty to be in Hollywood. Sure. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot more hair. <laughs> Fine. Um, yeah, we've, uh, we just talked about him. As far as I can tell, we still don't have a uh, cause of death on him, other than he was 88. Well, I mean, he was an enough. old man. He, he, he was of an age that that's almost enough right there. Mm-hmm. Well, they they insist upon actually saying it was you know congestive heart failure or it was this or that and I was like you know well they have a whole they, there's no, you, a whole you, list of things he that died of old age equal equal old age you know <laughs> that happened part because wore you're old. out yeah yeah this part wore out that I, part wore out I, you know I blew a gasket <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, sp- I, I, I spun a sprocket out and just mm-hmm. even so, even you know if you're over a hundred and you get cancer that's dying of old age. Because your cells just wore out. One of them forgot how to multiply correctly. <laughs> sure. It happens with animals. Yeah, we've, we've taken taken domesticated uh, dogs and cats and extended their lives beyond where they were ever supposed to go naturally. And keep, keep one alive long enough, it'll die of cancer. Well, I mean, you keep anything alive long enough, it'll develop cancer. Yeah. That's the beauty of life. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> well done. Intelligent creator. <laughs> he built a life expectancy into us that apparently didn't kick in until six or eight hundred years for yeah. people like Methuselah. <laughs> well, or they just used different year reckoning measurement. Who a year then could have been like seven months. <laughs> well, you see, the the uh, the Earth has been is actually How year? the Earth actually spirals away from the sun. <laughs> so six thousand years ago, it was much closer. So oh, 
you know, it was like people, Mercury. Everybody lived to be nine hundred. Yeah, years sure. Old. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> during Bible times, right? And the, the, and the sun the Earth was whipping around the sun like Mercury does in like nineteen days. And or the some sun crap. was much was much cooler <laughs> and dimmer, and and as it uh as it ages, it gets hotter <laughs> and brighter at the exact same you know well, correct increment it, as right, the Earth it, flies yeah. away from it. <laughs> you know, it? like the whole thing we talked about last week with the moon being exactly the right size to create an eclipse, and the sun being exactly the right size compared to the earth's atmosphere to be to actually be completely set the moment it begins to touch the horizon it appears yeah. to touch the horizon because it's refracted Spooky. did you know that josh you're not caught up <laughs> yeah when you're watching this when you're watching the sunset the moment that the bottom of the sun clips the horizon the sun is actually below the horizon what you're seeing is the sun refracted the, the light from the sun refracted in the atmosphere and it's actually already down but it's just the right size. If you could, if you could gotcha. shoot a bullet at the sun, you couldn't hit it. You would be hitting. You would shoot over the top of the sun. It would. It would shoot over. It would shoot one of the sun's moons. One of the sun's. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're the sun's moon. <laughs> the sun has nine moons, right? Not eight. Nine. Nine. Nine moons. Nine moons. <laughs> okay. Nine moons. Jeez, okay. Yeah, so, really working. rest in peace, Rip. Um. Did you hear what ha- what happened on uh, on I two eighty five right here in Atlanta? Yeah, this that was, it, it, is this? I heard about I would, this from a coworker who's up Josh, on the us. other side. I would be closing that article if I hadn't not already not had yeah. it open because the internet wasn't. Is open. this the wreck that involved a lot of cash going all over the place? Yeah, there was a uh, an armored car <laughs> that whose door swung open and started raining money on the interstate. Yeah, everybody was driving a cash cab that day. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, give yourself a little bump, bump, and a ding, and. <laughs> <laughs> I only have so many hands. And uh and uh and any of yeah, on, on I two eighty five, which is the for those it's the what we call the perimeter here. It's the big freeway that circles all the, the way bypass. around Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Um was this in uh Dunwoody near area? Ashford Dunwoody yeah. Road, which means nothing to our listeners. But anyway, on the freeway, yeah, there was money everywhere and people got out of their cars and grabbed a whole bunch of money and drove away. And those people don't realize that that armored car has cameras on it 360 degrees that film continuously from the moment a person gets in the vehicle and starts driving it. Oh, is that until they a... turn until until they lock like log the vehicle in another place where they're supposed to be. They were all on camera. Every single one of them, no matter what side of the, <laughs> the armored car they were on, they were all caught. Well, the on, cash on just video. flew out while it was driving, and every, and the, it kept driving, mm-hmm. and people stopped behind it and picked up cash. Sure, and then they got in their car, and then they drove past it with their license plate showing. Well, how do they know that they were one of the cars that picked up the cash? That they're going to call them up, and they're going to uh-huh. say, hey. They'll- and then if they say, no, we didn't take it, now they're lying to an investigator. They're obstructing justice. Oh yeah, there's all sorts of problems with oh. keeping that money. The last thing I heard about all it was that was that uh, none, the money wasn't marked, and they have no way of uh, of tracking it. <laughs> and that so the people who got it, if they want it, they get to keep it. Who reported that? I don't know. That was on the news. Nobody would report that. Nobody with the official ability to say that would ever say that. I don't know. They would never admit okay. that. Why would you admit that? Even you if, want everybody to believe that it is marked so that they feel guilty and they bring it in. They think they're going to get caught. Wasn't, you would never tell them that it's not marked. It wasn't that much. It was only like 175000 right? Oh, okay. That's not that much. Divide that by yeah, that's 20. Po- that's let's say 20 change, people, right? Let's say 20 people grabbed equal equal portions. What's 15? Tw- what's 20, a 20th of that? 15? 
15 what? Million? Thousand? 15,000? 15 million? <laughs> we made Mike do math on I'm like, the wait, air. did I say thousand or million? It was <laughs> 175,000. Yeah, 15,000. That's, mm. uh, that's like... That's yeah, that's like, just pocket change, that's, right? That's, 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 that's like take a really big bite out of something. That's like significant... That's significant money to most people. Oh, no, I was, I was off. It's uh, like 9 million. 9,000. <laughs> Still, 9,000 bucks is a lot. Tax-free, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, you, can, you can do a lot with that. So. It's like 12 grand. Hey, a, hey anybody, any, any listeners, mm-hmm. if, you, uh, if, you st- if you took some of that money and got away with it, give us a call. Yeah, let <laughs> us know. We won't report you for a cut of, uh, of that cash. What are you doing? I don't know who this person is. I don't know how he got you on this. You said that for them to I call us. I don't know we how. I don't know. How, I don't know who only... this person is. I don't know how he got on that microphone. Josh, do you have any the idea who only... this is? Because I, I don't know who this person I've is. I've never seen him before in my life. Josh, thank you for uh, for uh, co-hosting hey. the Nerdburger podcast again here with me. It's too bad hey. we didn't have a guest with us. Craig, Jeez. you're 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 missing it. You you said call us on the Nerdburger show. The only person who has the number to our worldwide phone has more money than he needs and doesn't care. <laughs> Who's got who do I know that's got more money than they need? <laughs> the only person who has the number to our worldwide phone. Oh, whatever. You <laughs> stick with Dr. Bad Beevil. Guy or whatever his name is. I believe he called himself Dr. Beevil. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. Um my my office is nowhere near that spot, so no, I, no. I had no chance of getting that money anyway. No, my comment was going to be even even if um, everything worked out so that, like I heard, like it's not marked and they have no idea who got what and can't track anybody down. And I did, could, could have gotten all of the money. I still wouldn't want it because that would mean that I would have to commute on that Northern part of 285. <laughs> Cause it would mean your life would be hell all the time. Right. It would be worth it not to have that money to have the commute that I, I would, have. I would pay $9,000 to never have to commute the North side of I- well, especially, I-285. Especially now with. Our commute up 75 with those new uh, express lanes that people are paying for to drive on that are taking enough traffic off of the regular free lanes <laughs> that now it's like br- a breeze to get all the way up to my exit. Mm. I never hit traffic. Must be nice at 3.30 because it was nice at 4 o'clock for about two months and it's right back to where it was. Really? Mm. It's nope. no better than it was five, you know, two years ago. It's Not at all. Really? Nope. Because I leave later, late occasionally and it's I run still into the, great I run into I run into the slowdowns at the exact same points that I used that I have for seven years. Terrible. It was great for two months, and I think everybody said this wasn't worth the money. Yeah, for the short distance that I drive, maybe it's a different deal all the way up. Like, yeah, you if you're going all the way, expressway, way, 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 way up there. That's past different. the five seventy five split. Anyway, then, yeah, it's worth our it. Viz, our listeners don't give a crap about this. What's next on the news? <laughs> Let's talk about the weather. No, Christ! <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Keep talking. Start talking. Talk oh, about you something. Want, you want me to find not uh, the weather? No, uh, I can talk about. I got something. Uh, okay, go ahead. Oh, well, I was gonna say there was another. Kind of celebrity death. Oh, who now? Um, it, it's uh for for any fans of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, Stuart the Corgi who played Aww. Captain Holt's uh dog Cheddar uh in the most number of episodes, as there were multiple dogs who played that role, but Stuart's the one who played it the most. Uh, he passed away this past week. Aww, poor little doggy. Cheddar. Cheddar's great. <laughs> Favorite episode with Cheddar is when when they lose him. That, that's... When they're house sitting, when, when Jake and Amy are house sitting and with with Boyle, and they lose Cheddar, okay. and then Jake does Jake turns the whole thing into the fugitive, 
where he's oh. treating it like, well, I want a hard target search of every in-house, out-house, you know, that whole speech. Yeah, sure, and, yeah, yeah. and like, every time he talks, like, Cheddar's out there just laughing at us. And then it cuts to Cheddar and he's just like frolicking in some leaves. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. he's eating an ice cream cone that some kid dropped. <laughs> <laughs> they do it like three times where Jake is like, and Cheddar's out there and he's getting farther away. And then it's just Cheddar like, Roop. He's like one street over. <laughs> derp, derp. You know, he's just being a silly little corgi. The best one is when he's eating the the, the dropped ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing at us. Slurp, slurp. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, they do find the dog. <laughs> um, HBO is going to do HBO Max. They're going to have a streaming service. HBO already has a streaming service. No, like a full, like, whole schmear um, that's going to have... Live TV instead of just... Oh, it's going to have all sorts of stuff from across the entire Warner Media Entertainment Empire. So it's going to have Warner Brothers, New Line, DC Entertainment, CNN, TNT, TBS, True TV, The CW, Turner Classic Movies, uh, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Crunchyroll, Rooster Teeth, and Looney Tunes. Crunchyroll? Uh... That, <laughs> I just Craig motioned knows. I motioned to Josh. I'm yeah, like, that 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 subtitled anime as it airs in Japan. Like it makes me think of uh of sushi, so is that some kind of Japanese cartoon mm, thing? Yes. And Craig's uh motion there answered <laughs> my question. Figured I'd leave it to the expert. Do you have Crunchyroll? I do not. I I normally just I watch enough subtitled stuff through other means that like the the only anime I'm subscribed to is Funimation for the the dubbed stuff. Just because sometimes you like you want to be able to play something in the background without having to like be focused on it all the time. Sure. So there you go. There's going to be a another streaming service that's going to get you HBO plus all that other stuff. So you're going to, again, we're going to be in that position where I'm going to have to look at like, okay, I, I do get HBO. Do I want all those other yeah. things? How do I get all those other things currently? And if I get it through HBO max, is it worth dropping this other thing to, are, are you still doing sling as your main thing? Um, I do sling. It's, it's the go, it's the fallback for, like, is it as, is it as uh, hot and sexy as uh Megan and Nick make it seem? What? Yo, you don't see commercials. No. Because I'm streaming. Why would yeah. I see commercials? That's the whole point of telling Comcast to. F- you don't. They, they they don't have them in their uh, in their weird getups and wigs and beards up on. There's uh, there's I no, up on their commercials, website. Commercials do happen. Yeah, yeah, with Sling. <laughs> Sling is my go to for if I want to put something on that's just like live, like TBS in the background while yeah. I'm doing something sure. that sort of thing. And then there's a few shows like Walking Dead that I watch via Sling. Yeah, I was about to say based on what you described, HBO Max, like depending on what the price is, is kind of tempting to me. Yeah, it's one of those things you just have to know what. What you want to watch and where it all is. Yeah. And now stupid CBS All Access, that's where the new Twilight Zone is going to be. So I'm going to have to and get that card. Get the, I'm not watching any Star what? Trek stuff. I'm done. I tried watching the new Star Trek. Didn't get into it. Moving on. But it's Picard. Don't care. But it's Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And as he's, Picard. And he's 30 years older than he was before. And I so? watched the Deadwood movie and it was weird. Oh. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's because because fair. it didn't take place uh, t- t- 10 or 20 years later. It took place... It took place. It was ten years. It was later, supposed and, to be immediately after. No. Oh, they did. No, it was. It was years later. Oh, okay. Just but not it, but it was still enough weird. years later. It was just. It was just like, oh, now they're all old. <laughs> like, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but it was. Yeah, it, it was. It felt weird. Admittedly, I had just watched rewatched the entire series, so I just looked at. I just watched all these people at that age they were, 
And then I watch this movie and I'm like, wow, man, you guys really all aged quite a bit. I suppose you're living in the Wild West. Makes sense that you look a little rougher around the edges. That's fine. That but... they would they would age faster than <laughs> we think of people aging Whatever now. Whatever the case is. I just I with all I don't of our have any in- lotions and I've, unjunts and things watched, that we spread on our I've skins. I watched seven seasons and how many movies of Picard? I'm just not that interested in watching anymore. I'm oh, sorry. I am. Okay, then you get it for that. And well, I'll no, I mean I'm not going to pay CBS for their single stupid little. So CBS getting back thing. to my point, Go I'm going to have to get it for a stinking month because I'm going to have oh, to you watch, watch it Twilight to Zone? watch the Twilight Zone. You know, like ten or whatever episodes of that that they're doing once they're all there. However, they're going to stack them on there. Um, That's the only good, and good I'm gonna thing have to about watch it again when the stand series, when the when the, the yeah. limited series of the stand. gets Oh, made. that's right. They are doing a new one of that, aren't they? James Marsden is supposedly circling the role of Stu Redman, and I am on board for that. Yeah, no, that actually sounds like solid casting. That's the Did only you... good thing about all of these streaming services popping up now and, and, and streaming splintering like it is, is at least everybody releases their shows all at once all episodes not so always but most most yeah. of the time yeah, as long as the they time. keep doing that it's workable yeah, yeah. then you get this then you get this you get the thing for one month and you you, you binge through the yeah. thing and then you're done though though of course funimation more and more as they keep splitting seasons in half and they'll drop half and then wait like two or three months to drop the other half does the previous half of episodes remain there when you get to the second half? Can yeah, you, they'll still can you be wait there. till the end and watch the whole season? Binged? You could, yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah. If you you can choose to do that. I'll, that's that's the way I'm going to watch TV for the rest of my oh, life. Oh, I know. Yeah, and so I'm just going to every so often I'm going to drop this and I'm going to land that. I'm going to keep it for a month and I'm going to power through a bunch of stuff on there and then I'm going to drop that and then I'm going to grab that and yeah, I ditched yeah. ditched my yearly Amazon Prime subscription because it was worthless and uh, but I'm going to end up getting a month of it later this year or next year or whenever. Uh, Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum's new fashion show comes out because I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> because you're married to someone who likes that show, likes those people doing and, those types and, of shows. And I don't mind watching it. I was about to say, notice he didn't add that part, Craig. <laughs> no, I've said this before on the show. I actually enjoy Project Runway and whatever it is those two are going to be doing now. Um, <laughs> because it's like it's like watching architecture school, except with people make things that are actually functional it's there's the the criticisms that they get are largely legitimate and not completely pulled out of the judge's asses like happened in architecture school where everything was entirely a thousand percent subjective it's like watching architecture yeah, school, with those fa- except not yeah. mind-numbingly boring. Yeah. And with intelligent <laughs> and people. Yeah. Yeah. And with actual u- uh, useful criticism to the people making stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and with hosts that are entertaining and have personality. And production value. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> I think back to my architecture school, and it's like, there's a couple of professors that I really got along with, but there were some real duds, too. It's like, ooh, you shouldn't have been teaching. I, I... <laughs> You're just not yeah. engaging at all. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I may have mentioned this before, but I just remember everyone referred to this school of architecture at Georgia Tech as the school of architecture. Oh, that's every school yeah, of yeah. architecture. Yeah, it was yeah. very consistent, so I figured it was. <laughs> yep, architecture. Yeah, when uh, when my sister graduated from UW Milwaukee, where Craig got his architecture degree, mm-hmm. I remember we went up to Milwaukee in whatever huge arena or giant auditorium that was in. And we were up in the nosebleed seats with the other families, and everybody was down on the floor wearing their caps and gowns. And the um, however many people, ten or twelve people had that were sitting next to each other in the architecture uh, group were um, had painted giant white letters on their uh, what's the 
the mortar board. The mortar board. And spelled out Arca Torture. Mm, that was <laughs> nice. clever. Very nice. <laughs> so I knew that. I knew back then, and did I any still of, went into it. Did any of them become Me comedians? Proves because, that I'm stupid. Did any of them become comedians? Because that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, actually, yeah, that I was sat, like thirty. Years I went ago. to I went to the graduation, um, and it was a gigantic. Yes, waste Lori, of time. you're old. It was a gigantic waste of time. <laughs> I went there because my parents wanted me to go because they wanted to see see the little boy graduate from yeah. college. I hated every single second of it of the graduation mm -hmm. yeah i was drunk was horrible yeah <laughs> we all had flasks we all went out and bought flasks and filled them with various liquids that we all shared in a mixer that we had in the basement of the architecture yeah. building before walking over yeah. to the auditorium yeah no, i was wasted yeah no craig i don't remember anything completely the same though i only went to graduation because my family wanted to see my graduation i even told my mom my mom said you're going i said okay my family was there. There are pictures. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> I had I spent time with my family before the graduation. Had a fine time. Sure. I got dinner and hang, and spent time with them afterward. Afterward, had a fine time. Mm -hmm. The problem is there was this giant black hole of graduation in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Papado afterwards. Hey, I, kids. Do, I do hey, remember kids. that. If you if you fulfill all your requirements, you don't have to go to the ceremony. They can just give you, you mm -hmm. the yeah. diploma. You don't have to go to that. Or, or, or if you go to my school. Start you... training your parents now. Anybody who's like, you know, 16 or younger listening to this, start training your parents yeah. now. The ceremony is boring. Or tell them that tickets are $500. <laughs> I was about to say, or if you go to my school, you don't necessarily even know 100% that you've graduated at that point because they're not done <laughs> processing finals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that happened to a couple of people. Yeah, you go up there and you get the little fake diploma, and then they tell you, "No, you can't have your." Diploma. No, that's that's everyone at Georgia Tech. Like that's just the way it functions. Yeah, one of my this flat, was... flask friends walked with us, and he never never got his degree. <laughs> well, that was fun. they gave him an empty thing. Sure. Yeah, no, I I got the letter like two. I never got my diploma like at the. Any of the things I graduated, you never got the diploma there. It always came in the mail mm. later. Yeah, no, I, I, I you got, got a, you got a piece of parchment paper with a ribbon rolled up and with a ribbon around it. Yeah. That was nothing. Yeah, no. Basically, two weeks after the ceremony, I got the thing that said, "Yeah, you actually did graduate. Here's your diploma." What I would like to do is, if I ever ran a program like that and had to give out, you know, run a graduation, is I would take like five percent of those little rolled up pieces of parchment colored paper with the ribbon around it. Um. And yeah, maybe ten percent because some people just take them home and throw them out. I want to. I want to have a few people actually unroll it, and it'll say "Just kidding." See you next fall. At mine, it was uh, <laughs> it was everybody's parking validation. Oh, that's nice. Was it really? No. <laughs> was it really? a good way to do it? It's not a bad way to do it. At least, at least it's worth something. <laughs> As opposed to, yeah. <laughs> wasted piece of paper. Oh, my, my tuition, I'll pay for that? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for wasting money on printing that. <laughs> we have any other news or screw it? I don't care. Josh, what do you got? Uh, well, news. <laughs> Nintendo uh, announced a portable version of the Nintendo Switch, just purely meant to be a handheld. Portable Switch doesn't do the uh, the dock or anything Switchable. to connect to a TV. It's just a smaller portable version of the Switch. Switch on the go. Switch the Go Switch. The uh, that's like um, Gogurt. The Go Switch. Uh, what else could just brainstorming? What yeah. what are they calling it? For for now, it's being called the Switch Lite. Switch light, oh, yeah, on. very boring. That makes it sound like it's like missing all the good stuff. Comes in turquoise though. Oh well, then okay. Who am I to talk? <laughs> turquoise, turquoise. <laughs> really? Okay, so is well, the well, southwestern thing coming back again? Sure, why not? 
<laughs> yeah, it, it comes in three colors, but like it's the, not the late sixties. What are you talking about? Yeah, the turquoise <laughs> is just the color I hear everyone emphasize when they're talking about the three colors the switch light comes in. I think it's turquoise, yellow, and I think red. I can't remember what the third color was actually. D'Angelo Vickers would love to get the turquoise one. Who? D'Angelo Vickers. Did you never finish watching The Office? No. You didn't? I got bored halfway through season, what, eight? No. Second last season. Oh, my God. Come yeah. on. No. No. And it's leaving Netflix next month, so I don't care anymore. No, it's not. It's leaving in 2021. I still don't care. I'm done. <laughs> you need to watch. finish yeah. watching it. Too many seasons. Will Ferrell's character, he was uh, Southwest West obsessed. Everything he had was... I cannot stand Will Ferrell anymore. Oh, I'm that's glad. A, no, 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 no. You still, you need to watch it because mm-hmm. he's only on it for a couple yeah. episodes and he meets mm-hmm. a tragic end. The, 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 <laughs> the spoilers. Yeah. The one thing I appreciate. For the show that ended I, the, six years ago. Yeah. The one thing I oh, appreciate six. about Will Ferrell <laughs> is his dedication to like run the joke into the ground until it's not funny anymore. That's why I can't stand him anymore. Then keep going until for some people it'll come back around to being funny <laughs> for again. For some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't get that chance on The Office. Yeah, he's been doing the same shtick for 20 years. No, he, he, he has. Pretty much over sure. it. Ranks right up there with Adam Sandler. I can't watch him anymore. I used to think Adam Sandler was funny as hell. And the first couple of movies do- were really good. Yeah. No, they're, they're all exactly the same, Mike. <laughs> he made the same <laughs> thing just, over and over again. We've just seen them all. <laughs> we've just seen them. You know, you watch the you watch the first three or four Adam Sandler movies and you're like, oh, that's funny. And then you watch the next three or four and you're like, oh, that's the same yeah. thing. It's just not funny anymore. And if you watch it now, it's just sad. <laughs> that's my opinion if you dig adam sandler movies yeah. if they stayed funny for you great yeah have at i'm with... all he's everywhere on netflix enjoy I, mm-hmm. yeah i i'm with you does, on adam sandler does he have owner part ownership yeah. in netflix he's got some yeah. big multi-picture deal <laughs> yeah no i'm with well, you netflix knows yeah. his movies do well on netflix so yeah. they hired him yeah. to do a whole bunch of movies no i'm with you on adam sandler and that like that's i fine. liked him and then i didn't Will Ferrell, I sometimes <laughs> still like him. Like, like, it's situational for sure. <laughs> oh, sorry. Nintendo Switch. I mean, that was all there was. That's so. oh, Switch okay. Lite. That's our, that's our, Switch yeah. that's our Josh topic for the day. Switch Lite repair. There wasn't Switch a lot Lite of video replace. No, There wasn't not, a lot of You don't need to repair it. It's brand oh, new. Stuff to talk about. There, there was one that happened really late in the week. So there's this, th- there's this entity called G2A whose whole thing is they're resellers for like digital keys for video games. And they've been accused of a lot of unsavory stuff uh, of, you know, dealing in stolen keys and other stuff. They they, they are a company of questionable repute, for sure. Uh, So a bunch of indie developers, like in mass said over the past week, said, we'd rather you just pirate our games. We don't. In fact, we lose money due to chargebacks because of the whole fraud angle when you buy from G2A. Uh, And so that story was bad enough for G2A, but then it came out that a couple of video game reporting sites uh, uh, said, you know, hey, someone came to us with this paid advertisement for G2A that is connected to G2A and offered to pay us to run this article as long as we don't mention that it was a paid advertisement for G2A. I just want you to say G2A more. (laughs) <laughs> g2a 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 g say that like 10 times yeah. really fast yeah might go g2a 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 that actually... was at least 10 right i ran out of breath sure he's actually kind of good at that i yeah, noticed he yeah, does this tongue twister thing and he's he nails them pretty much 
I'm gonna... Yeah, but I trip up yeah. when I'm not trying to. Well, and I, I say anything that has a double consonant in it. Or pe- I, like, Google yeah. Glass. Or Petri dish. Yeah, and then just the peach, say- peach tree dish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to say it again. And then G2A uh, came out nice. and said, hey, we didn't. This person who sent out this thing was not actually doing it uh, on, like, they did this on their own. We had no part in it <laughs> wink wink <laughs> i don't know what's going on yeah basically throwing the the person who sent that out under the bus <laughs> <sighs> under the bus that's a bad place to be it's one of the worst places to be figuratively or literally yeah, yeah. or in the bus what <laughs> when's it bad to be in the bus well, if you have a car why, w- why would you ever <laughs> want to go in the bus that's fair that's fair I I uh I don't have it anymore because I did finally throw it out. But I had a bus you know pass. I, well, I bought I bought bus passes all the time when I was in sure. Milwaukee. Um, and when I bought my first car, I kept my the last bus pass that I had bought. I kept in my wallet for probably seven eight years. Wow! And I would see it every so often. I'd be like, "Yep, <laughs> don't got to do that anymore." Felt good. I had an old Marta Breeze card that I had to get for work like six or seven years ago that i i still have it it was like shoved way down into my portfolio folio thing you know that sure. you carry with you for work to write notes and uh i found it in there and i, I asked somebody who actually uses marta and i said is this thing still <laughs> and they said oh no they've changed that like three times since then <laughs> well and, and now they I, I still sometimes use marta to to go downtown from the part of town i live in and like those breeze cards like periodically expire now like it's something like every like after 3 years it expires or something like that as i had one that just expired right after momocon which makes sense as i had bought it for momocon several years prior <laughs> <laughs> oh cuz we talked about under the bus that reminded me, I, I saw a headline and I never looked it up, and so I did. This happened recently. A man has died after being crushed by a falling safe in Manhattan's Chinatown. That's Looney Tune action, baby. Yeah, no good. Well, okay, it didn't happen on the sidewalk, though. Police say the unidentified man was found on the third floor landing of a building Sunday afternoon pinned underneath the safe. He was trying to move the safe up several flights of stairs in the Mott Street building with two others. I guess that means people. When it fell on him. The video shows an officer bringing a jack into the building to remove the safe. (laughs) (laughs) So this was three guys trying to carry a safe up the stairs. Pivot! Pivot! (laughs) Pivot! (laughs) Ouch. Yep, that went horribly wrong. (laughs) I have a friend on the internet who literally just designed a game that's about two people trying to move a... sofa downstairs <laughs> really <laughs> yeah it's it's actually pretty well designed it's, it's is that based cool. off of um off of uh that's one of uh that's a douglas adams novel starts out that way somebody can't get their they're trying to is that one of the uh they've got a sofa wedged in in a stairwell that makes a turn and it's one of the uh dirk gently books is it yeah okay yeah. I, I, that, that's what i was gonna guess but <clears throat> no he uh <laughs> i i have not read those I know Douglas Adams. I just have not read that particular series. Yeah, it's just series. it's just built to uh, like you know you got to try to get it down there, and you have to make some checks and stuff with dice, and you have to do it without you know like when you fail the checks, you either damage uh, the wall, the sofa, or yourself, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you know if you 
deal, deal too much damage to the wall, the sofa, or yourself, then you fail. Real simple game. Are those ranked in importance, damaging the wall, then the sofa, then yourself? No, just you don't. Because I would put that damage either one. Um, in order of least importance to most importance, the wall, yourself, the sofa. <laughs> okay. But I'm materialistic, Nev. Um, little <laughs> little value for human life. Well, then technically, because there's two characters that are doing it, because you play it as a two-player game. Oh, you could damage the other person. Yeah, so Even it better. else... <laughs> I was going to say, then it becomes the other person. I'm pro-damaging other people. <laughs> then you the can, wall, then yourself, then the sofa. You can sacrifice <laughs> the other person to protect the sofa. And the wall. Yes. <laughs> but, if any, but if any of them reaches a certain threshold, then it's over and you lose. Cool. And that's being kick-started? No, it's just like a little thing that he put online oh, okay. for a couple bucks. Oh, it's, it's out like, there. It's, a two, okay. it's like a two-pager. Oh, Josh, did you have anything else? As any anyone who follows me on uh, Facebook in particular knows right now, I have fallen down a uh, a Common Rider hole, which Common Rider is a Japanese superhero franchise. Uh, it's vaguely similar to to Super Sentai, which is the one that gets turned into Power Rangers over here. Oh, okay, and in fact, both franchises were created by the the same guy, a guy named uh, Shot. Shotaro Ishinomori. I probably butchered the pronunciation of that, but but he common rider is a little more instead of being teams, it's usually like you have a lone hero, and then like sometimes later another one will show up who will be like rival to outright antagonistic to the main character. Um, it's it's transforming superhero stuff, and in fact, I I ended up getting into it because of D and D. Oddly enough, um. So one of my uh, groups of friends started a D&D campaign in a candy-themed world, <laughs> and a bunch of people, uh, two or three people in the campaign, ended up having these like vaguely magical girl-themed uh, characters, which, you know, another Japanese genre of thing. And so I, like, I, I had helped one of them build their character as they were trying to do a very specific thing that was going to be a little mechanically difficult. And so I was like, I wonder if I can do something vaguely similar. And, and like when I started this campaign, I I didn't know if I'd be able to stick with it long term. So I, I polished off an old character you are familiar with, Mirth, my naturey warlock from <laughs> from the D and D game Ray's campaign. Uh, but I was like, what? Like especially with Armor of Shadows, like that's the perfect excuse to add a little bit of that transformation kind of thing onto it. So I started like digging through stuff that wasn't quite magical girl. And so I found this particular Common Rider series, Common Rider Wizard, that is based around <laughs> magic, and that was just kind of perfect. That was it. Now you're sucked in. Yeah. Then I ended up <laughs> actually watching the shows. I've watched two of them in full, and I'm like slowly digging through like three of them right now. And mm -hmm. it's you know, Common Rider. It's common as the Japanese word for masked. Uh, they usually have motorcycles, but not always. Nice the rider. Um, and, and it, it's one of those, unlike, uh, Power Rangers, it's, th there were two attempts to bring over Kamen Rider in a way similar to Sentai, where they, like, made this heavily westernized version, and it just never caught on the way Power Rangers did, uh, and then, uh, actually, Amazon carries a subtitled version of one of the recent shows, uh, Kamen Rider Amazon, which, uh, Amazon carries as Amazon Riders, 
which is like the only like currently available official version in the West. Like normally you, 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 you have to go to the illicit channels to actually watch this show in the West. <laughs> the dark web. <laughs> or, you oh, know, is that what's on there? Yeah. Amongst sure. other things. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but like there, there are groups that are dedicating to dedicated to subtitling these things if they're not getting an official release. And and so I've been watching a ton of Common Rider, and it's just it's it's written for a little little bit of an older age group than than Power Rangers is, but like it still has the goofy stuff. Like in one of the the series I'm watching right now, Common Rider Kabuto, one of the characters is a traveling makeup artist who like his whole workstation is in uh, this guitar case he carries with him and he'll just whip it out and make women look beautiful just just on a whim almost and they'll be like sparkly music yeah and basically then yeah yeah and then the woman will be like oh as, yeah like, i know how these i don't watch a lot of anime but i know how this goes well and at, at the end of the day like the transforming superhero stuff it's just it, it's just magical girls for boys like sure. that's that's literally all it is uh it's like it's what gi joe was for you know when they got boys to play with dolls because they call them action figures. Yeah. And you can make Kinda. a magical girl story that's just with boys and we call it, you know, Masked Rider. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Makes it cool. So yeah. It, but so it's just magical. It's magical boys, what it is, right? Yeah, no. And, and Common Rider, I think, is kind of credited with being the first of like the transforming superhero genre. Has like, normally it's built around, they'll have some kind of belt mounted device that, that fuels the transformation. And, you can kind of tell there's a point where they heavily merchandise that has like, especially in the recent series, there'll be some collectible element. Like they get different pieces that pair with the belt to change it's to give them more power. It's or, fashion. Yeah. <laughs> little it's bit. Just, little it's bit. Just, it's just fashion. It's just fashion for there's accessories and makeup. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, masks. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. But, but it's masked rider. It, it, right. it, so they, it, they they branded it for boys. It's people who run around beating up monsters with martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> and applying makeup to magic girls. In that one particular series, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that does that character look anything like Jackson Galaxy? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, not really. Not <laughs> he's, really. He's got something else in the guitar case besides a guitar yeah, there's a lot of murderers that carry stuff around in guitar cases and violent cases. guns yeah. yeah well and of course there's a i was about to say there's el mariachi which yeah, that was all their are, weapons were in there and you know, the, the end of the case pops off and there's a barrel sticking out yeah. Yeah. um if you ever do want to uh like beat somebody up or or kill them you can do it right here in the united states and get away with it you just have to travel out west <laughs> um okay I'm going to pull it up on the article I had on my is, phone because, did some because that was actually a better did some county in description of it. Nevada legalize a fight club or something? Is this the same place where they have the, the, the hookers in the ranch, the bunny ranch? Okay. Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone familiar National with Park that. was established before the three states it occupies, Montana, Idaho, and Wyoming. Because of this, it's it's uh, different from all other federal lands in the in the country, which is usually split up by its corresponding district courts. Yellowstone, on the other hand, has been assigned fully to the District of Wyoming, even though parts of it are, are in, in Montana Idaho and Idaho. Montana. Um, so here's where it gets tricky. Under the Sixth Amendment, the accused, you know, just assuming some crime, right? At this point, I'm not I'm not advocating murder or so. This assault. is something that someone has figured out is possible, but is not actually happening. Hang on there. 
<laughs> the accused has the right to a jury composed of people from the state where the murder was committed. Now, let's assume you go to Idaho, the Idaho portion of Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, so, composed of people from the state where the murder was committed, Idaho, and from the federal district where it was committed, Wyoming. But that doesn't mean anyone from just anyone from Idaho or Wyoming. It means people living in the area where the crime was committed. This could be possible for the Wyoming portion of the park because around 2,000 people actually live inside of the park. Um, and if you committed murder in the sliver of Montana, you'd be in trouble too because there's people living there. But not a single person lives in the 130-square-kilometer patch of Yellowstone that exists in Idaho. Um, so basically, the loophole says somebody commits a crime in the part of Yellowstone that's in Idaho they get sent to Cheyenne and they have for the for the uh, uh, Wyoming district, uh-huh. and they have to have the trial has to take place. Com- the jury has to be composed. Now, so this isn't misdemeanors and stuff where you just get fined and sent on your way. This is like actual tri- you know, jury trial yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. The, the jury has to be composed of people from the district where the crime took place, but the sliver of Yellowstone that's in Idaho has nobody living in it, so you can't compose a jury, so you can't serve justice, so you can't commit you can't so the make you can't uh, uh charge anybody guilty of a crime so the sliver of yellowstone that's in idaho is the murder zone it's called the it's, yellowstone murder zone but it's it's an entire district it's or you know, more it's, than one district so there is an entire it's district part of an idaho district in there. it is part of an idaho district but nobody lives in the part of yellowstone that is in idaho but they live in the other parts of the district so you could still get people from legal guy looked it up okay this is how it works. <laughs> Legal guy. No, there, there's a name in here somewhere, but he looked it up and he has gone about now. He's brought this to the attention of the United States and he has tried to get this fixed. And our government, because it's our government, hasn't fixed it for years. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there's a place you can go in this country right now, legally, where you can murder somebody and they can't put you in prison. Because they can't they get can't a jury. They can't charge you with anything. They can't fine you. They can't do anything. Because they can't create a jury of people who lived in the area where you committed the crime. Cool. Now, nobody's done that. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm putting it out there for everybody now. So if, like, you know, if your buddy says, hey. <laughs> Want to go to Yellowstone? <laughs> Want to go to Yellowstone? Sure, I love Wyoming. There's this great little corner no, 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 no. of it in uh, I don't not, know. not Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe lose touch with that friend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the Idaho part. Why? Because nobody does. Because it's like it's Idaho. Let's go check it out. Idaho's cool, right? Potatoes and all that. There's plenty of parking. <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah. We'll just park in the Idaho part and then walk to Old Faithful. Sure. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> 70 miles away. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's all going to get destroyed by the super volcano at some point. Along, anyway. Along with the rest of us. Kaboom. Um, oh, yeah. There was a hunter named Michael Belderain who illegally shot an elk. In the Montana section of Yellowstone, while the section of the park does have enough residents to form a jury, it might be difficult. Oh, okay, that's just an example of somebody sh- illegally shooting an elk, where they could do the, they could do a jury, they well, could they, they could they... actually charge him properly because he was in the Wyoming. Section. Oh, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, if you go but into if the he had sh- if he had committed elkicide in the <laughs> Idaho portion, he would have gotten gotten off scot free. And, and it would not surprise me if hunters are aware of that and have made use of it. It's possible. Not only are there no people in that part of Yellowstone in Idaho, there's nothing. Nothing left alive. <laughs> yeah, um 
Brian Colt is a guy who discovered it. He has been that's a legal guy. Yeah, he has been petitioning um, lawmakers in Wyoming that the zone of death, as it is called, <laughs> that's what they refer to it as colloquially, um, be included as part of the nearest Idaho judicial district instead of the Wyoming district to fix the issue. However, the lawmakers ignored Colt's suggestion. In 2007, author C.J. Box this this has been over over a decade. This mm-hmm. has been going on since it's been discovered. Author C.J. Box wrote a novel called Free Fire that featured the zone which Box hoped would increase governmental awareness. The novel did not succeed in alerting Wyoming, or it did succeed in alerting Wyoming Senator Mike Enzi to, to the issue. However, Enzi was unable to convince Congress to discuss it <laughs> because all of those politicians are thinking, that's where I'm going to take that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not closing that up. That's my murder. That's my yeah. murder hole right over there. I'm going to go push a guy in a murder hole right there. <laughs> No felonies are known to have been committed, um, but it also makes me wonder if perhaps somebody did discover somebody having committing a, committed a felony, and then they went to fill out the paperwork and charge them, and then learned that they couldn't do anything about it, so that they said, screw it, and just tossed the paperwork, so there's people in Wyoming right now who know, oh yeah, dude killed another person, <laughs> right over there, in the murder hole. In Idaho, why didn't you file any paperwork? Why? Wonder if that's in that guy's <laughs> it's book. Never going to go to trial. <laughs> anyway, there you go. All of the uh, secondhand stories about crimes that were committed that couldn't be prosecuted. Yeah. Because what else is in that book other than what you just described in five minutes? <laughs> the Yellowstone National Park <laughs> murder, murder zone. hole, the zone of death, or Zod for short, fifty square miles. Come on down to Camp Zod. <laughs> I want to set a like a Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> summer <laughs> camp kind of killing spree in there. <laughs> and then the cops come from Jason, and it's like I'm in the Idaho part. <laughs> Jason, literally Jason. standing, literally standing on the on the border. Like we'll actually have a dotted line painted yeah, on the ground. Yeah. He's standing on the border. <laughs> he's standing. He's standing in Wyoming when the cops yeah. show up, and then he just goes whoop, and he jumps yeah, over the line and goes across. stab, 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 stab. Yeah. <laughs> Body falls over, steps across into Wyoming. What you gonna do? <laughs> Willingly gives himself up, takes oh. the mask off. He's just like, okay, what? What are you gonna do? Yeah. That guy's still alive. He walks back over, stab, stab, stab. stab. <laughs> then he drags him over to those uh, those pools of acidic water, whatever, that that guy fell in. Or, oh, right. Or, you know, that couple, pe- people once, fall in all the like time. A couple times a year, somebody yeah. falls in one of those yeah, really acidic pools, gets killed. Disposes of the bodies. Anyway, he takes him over to Old Faithful, puts him on the hole. Poof, in the air. <laughs> It's like the screams of terrified children. <laughs> <laughs> Did you kill him here? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I brought the body here from Idaho. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> it's all legal. <laughs> it's all perfectly legal. Oh, what's what's going on? Anything else? Where are we at? What's going on? Uh, Kevin question? Sure. Oh, we have an answer. Mm, good. Um. Follow up to <laughs> sounds so horrible. I, I've done that every time. He does it. We have an answer. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> Follow up to four answer from last week, where he said butter, pecan, frozen custard. You're welcome. Uh, now we have six answer. Wait, what? We skipped five. I don't know. Whatever. He says cops custard is where I get my frozen custard. It is way better than Culver's. You're welcome. Oh, he's just. You said you hope it was Culver's. 
He's just answering that. He's not answering yeah. another question. No, no, I know. Okay. Well, he can save all this crap till he's on the show because he's going to be on in a few weeks. Oh, he oh, is? Oh, by the way, yeah, I, I scheduled that. We're going to have <laughs> Woo! Ke uh, Kevin Question is going to be on the show, perhaps with Mrs. Question. Awesome. <laughs> we'll see. In a few weeks? Yeah, coming up. All right. Um, 115 Question? Sure. Wait, 115? This is episode 330. Hmm. We're, we've hit the, the, the halfway point of episodes and questions. Weird. That'll never happen again. No. If we both keep, if we keep doing an episode every week and he keeps sending a question every week, that'll never happen again. Kevin has now sent us essentially one question for every two episodes. And that ratio will only get smaller or larger. Smaller? <laughs> It's one of those. Josh? It's a math thing. Josh, let's watch Mike do math on the show live no. again. <laughs> <laughs> j j just watch that. It's like that internet meme of the woman like staring off into space and the numbers appearing around her <laughs> while she tries to figure something out. What's the question? Kevin asks, why does the pilot always tell everyone on the plane the wind speed of the city we are landing in? Is this in case there is an emergency and I need to take over... And I need to take over I am up to speed. You need to take over so I am up to speed. And I need to take over so I am up to speed. Yes, very good. I think wind speed would be the least of my problems. Or am I supposed to be doing something with this info? Do I need to lean a certain direction depending on wind speed? <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> well, we would need to know wind speed and direction then to know which way to lean. Or people are supposed to get up and go to the other side of the plane. Sure. I think the pilot would just tell, yeah. hey, everybody sitting in row A, please get up and go and stand in the aisle yeah. to redistribute the weight. Yeah, with flying, you don't want to... From the right side of, or the left side of the plane to the right side of the plane. Yeah, with flight, you would not want to leave something like that open to individual <laughs> interpretation. <laughs> yeah, because you got to figure every, you know, there's going to be an equal distribution of, uh, of uh, interpretations, and so it's going to end up not doing anything. Everybody's action is going to cancel out somebody else's action. Mm -hmm. I don't know. To answer the question, I think it's just one of those things when you look at like the little weather app that tells you what the weather is, the wind speed is one of the things it tells you. So that's what they tell you. I don't, um, I don't fly that often, but I don't, I, and nowhere near as often as Kevin flies, um, because he travels for work. Right. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember them ever telling me the wind speed. It's always just the temperature. Uh, I, and what the sky is doing if it's over, I don't, overcast or rainy. I don't or specifically something. recall one way or the other if the if the wind speed has been mentioned every time. He he apparently hears it enough. Yeah, I I haven't flown in he's, so he's long. I I don't recall. I'm going to listen to for it now. Uh, now the next time I would I fly. be more, I would be less interested in the wind speed and more interested in to know what the humidity is going to be like when I get to the place. Because that makes for a very different experience. It's 70 degrees, mm -hmm. with 20% humidity, 70 degrees, and 95% like humidity. Yeah. That's yeah. a whole different experience. Yeah. It's true. So I can, one is, so I can prepare myself for one, the moment I walk out yeah. to the garage. One you know? is pleasant, one isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Like getting slapped in the face with a warm, wet towel. Repeatedly forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So smothered. <laughs> 
I was about to say, yeah, the getting towel... Getting waterboarded by the humidity. Yeah, the towel just never stops. Yeah. It's just always there covering I, I your guess mouth. That's, I guess. And for the record, um, no, he's not doing that to try to get you ready to take over. Um, because um, at least... <laughs> And I'm assuming he's talking about to to land the plane should right, the pilot sure. and co-pilot be un, you know unable to. Because um, again, you would need to know the direction as well as the wind speed yeah, for well, that information to be useful in that context. Yes, and the direction of the wind is the least of your worries if you're trying to land a plane and have never been <laughs> have never done it before. What's this thing do? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh crap! Because uh, you know we all the movies right of mm-hmm. like the person yeah, yeah. Like, you know airplane you know they, they got to bring the, the dude up that has fighter jet fighter jet experience to land the plane <laughs> and because, ptsd because all three people in, <laughs> yeah all three people in the cockpit have uh have food poisoning or whatever or some you know movie whatever um <laughs> that situation where a passenger has had to land the plane at least as of the point where that qi episode was <laughs> from like watched. four or five years ago um that has never it has literally never happened, happened in the history of every single airline wow never happen because the airplane the air the airlines cover that there are mm-hmm. so many layers of redundancy uh well that you you do everything you make sure like you know pilots aren't allowed to fly unless they're well um they both eat different meals um if there's if it is a particular if the longer flights have three pilots that's something both a lot of people don't know there's a third person up there yeah on very, on very the, long flights the inflatable co-pilot flights. yes that's exactly right <laughs> And when they deflate, you have to reinflate them using the manual nozzle located just below the belt line. <laughs> that part gets cut out on TV, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> I'd imagine. Um, I vaguely recall watching it one time on television where the part where she's told, well, no, she's told what to do is in. The part where she's actually down there doing it and Leslie Nielsen walks in and turns around and walks back out is out. <laughs> and then the part with her smoking a cigarette at Afterwards the end is still, is still in. in. Yeah. Because the kids won't get the joke, but the parents will. Yeah. And they didn't show anything obscene. Mm-hmm. Not that giving a uh, inflatable pilot doll a b- job is obscene because there's not yeah. actually penetration taking place. Right. <laughs> there's or, no real nudity. <laughs> or like in this episode where I bleep out that one of those two words that Craig says, but you can still hear the very beginning, the very end of the word, so you know, just not the middle. So you know exactly, exactly what, what I said. Yeah, what he yeah, said. Yeah, and yeah. the bleep that you added made it more noticeable. Exactly. <laughs> and if this was video, I would make sure to flip people off and ask you to obscure my hand with pixelation or a big black box in addition, that draws attention to In addition to, to, to your lips when you say the thing. Yeah, yeah. That draws attention to it. Anyway, yeah. that's my answer. I just, I just think it's a thing that, like, that's what we tell, you know, you got a weather app, that's what it tells you. I can find out the wind speed in where I am right now pretty easily, it's just pretty a, quickly. Yeah. It's a it's right there. Temperature, humidity, wind speed. Yeah, yeah. It's a leftover from back in the days when we didn't have pocket computers that told us the weather whenever we wanted. Well, it's also just I don't know. It's like I I find myself wondering why that why what's important about that to just everyday life anyway. What the weather or well, the wind the speed? Wind speed. I mean, barring barring it being like a tornado or hurricane out there, I don't care what the wind speed is. That doesn't affect yeah. me in the slightest. It might change whether or not I wear a hat outside. That's <laughs> well, yeah. about all it'll do. Well, it's, it'll, it'll no, prep, no, no. If it's raining and really, really windy, it'll prep me to walk out the door with the with the you, umbrella pointed in the right direction to not turn inside out immediately. You just answered your own question. In the in the case of the flights, it was back in the in the fifties and the in the in the sixties uh, when. 
people would dress up to get on the airplane and smoke and drink and have meals sure. and the you know the women all had those big beehive hairdos with all <laughs> a whole can of hairspray in Wanted them to know whether or not that thing was going to get tipped over as soon as they walked out the door or if they needed to p- put, put their, their scarf around it put their uh their their special hair umbrella on or whatever <laughs> you know the hair umbrella that was so popular in 1955 protect, and protect themselves from uh from the wind of a new city that they had recently landed in. The most they ever did was put a scarf in oh, it to keep know. debris from getting ending, ending up Is in it. Is it a babushka? Well, no. They had the things hairsprayed up so badly when they put the scarf around yeah. their hair. That was to keep <laughs> from sticking to their that hair. That was just to keep like bugs and leaves. Yeah. and Because <laughs> their hair was sticky. <laughs> Candy wrappers. <laughs> Cigarette butts. <laughs> Go to Chicago. Have you been? Person uh, walk. Somebody other walks. Other people's pubes. Yeah, somebody yeah. walks in the door. <laughs> It's got like <laughs> blowing around. It's got like bugs and cigarette butts and candy wrappers and like a small bird stuck in their hair. And you're like, oh, did you take a walk around Chicago? It is known as the Windy City. That's true. I've heard that. I didn't take my hair scarf with me. Although it's technically nowhere near any of the windiest cities in the country. Um, the Windy City windiness. has nothing to do with wind. What does that have to do with? It means blowhard politicians. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Politicians that don't shut their yap from like 140 years ago or whatever, whenever the, that moniker got coined. So, Josh, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, Josh. <laughs> thanks for having me again. Oh, my... even the dogs like, oh, are we done? <laughs> can I leave the room now? <laughs> Where can Is they... it time to go eat? Where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook email list, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And... You can go to nerdburgergames.com to learn about the stuff that I'm working on. You can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy some of that stuff. And maybe you can go to Kickstarter right now. Who knows? It's called O-U-R-P-G. The letters O-U-R-P-G. Break Kickstarter. Maybe. I'm not on the right thing. Hold on. This is perfect. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig destroy the internet. Your internet. Yes, you, yours. Your internet, your internet, my internet, everybody's internet. All just, the internets? Yeah, we're going to... This was a test run on screwing up the internet just for us. On the next episode, we're going to destroy all the internets. Now that we know how to do it. Yep. All I've right. got it set on my phone as soon as I arrive here to record next time. Okay, everybody put your hands in. One, two, three, go team! Kill the internet. Hashtag. Good lord, my life would suck without an internet. I'd have to go back to Comcast. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the least of your problems. No, that'd be a pretty big one. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I think everybody's pretty dependent on it now. Yeah, I'd have to start writing checks again. Oh, God, even... (laughs) That right, I, see that right there. That is the worst of all of the problems. See, right having to write checks to pay and I'd bills. have to read books at home. Oh. <laughs> see, the thing is, I don't have to write checks to pay bills, but as a homeowner, the contractor I like to use when I need stuff repaired. That's the main form of payment he can take. Yeah, that's the only time I ever write a check anymore is for people to come come out yeah. to do work at the house. Yeah, the only time I have to buy checks, I have to reorder checks periodically, like once every three years, just to get more checks to give to people who come to my house to fix stuff. Yeah. yeah. In I, my case, I haven't had to buy new checks in like five years. <laughs> this doesn't go in the It was, It was three years. The last one. This doesn't go in the